Colin Horton. I'm an award-winning surveyor, part-time property investor and self-confessed entrepreneur. I believe that business is all about getting to know the people that you're dealing with and that's exactly what we're going to be doing on this podcast. We'll be having in-depth chats, asking the personal questions and ultimately getting candid. guys welcome to another podcast of candid and we have a returning guest back by popular demand it's Thames. he's back how you doing mate i'm back i'm good i feel like a lot's happened in the last i can't believe it's been a year actually more than that hasn't it's it? been over a year over oh, a year may 2021 yeah jesus and there's so much stuff we can't talk about which is really annoying so yeah i feel like i might be boring on this one but trust me there's a lot coming before the end of the year so we'll hype it up and get you back on i think that's what people really want yeah, you know so this is one i'd like to think people listen to maybe in the morning when they're a bit depressed it'd be quite a light-hearted podcast yeah yeah, yeah we, we can just talk shit basically so just to recap just so people who don't know who haven't listened beforehand just to give a very brief background mate so who you are uh, so my name is David Templer. I guess, I don't know, now I'm a content creator. I've moved from sort of being in the marketing space to a personal trainer, to an online PT, to now just encompassing everything online. Um, got a pretty big TikTok following. He I'd, does. I'd be interested to see how much that's grown since the last time we talked. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've basically gone full-time online now. Do a couple of group fitness sessions a week just to keep myself sane and actually seeing people. But yeah, the rest of it's on TikTok mainly. Nice. I mean, Dave, so... He's been quite humble there. He's got a huge TikTok following, like, and it's it's an hour hard it is to grow something like that. And you you were one of the early adopters, weren't you, on TikTok? You were- yeah, I got on it pretty early, and I mean, it was growing really, really quick at, at the start. And then I had the whole Gordon Ramsay thing, and it slowed my growth down. It was a good bit of exposure, but um, yeah, it seemed to slow it down. And obviously, it became saturated because everyone was over lockdown and got on TikTok and whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it's still growing. And I've actually had a, a viral video this week, which has got like 15 million views. What's that? My mate went in for an operation. Oh, Mark Miles. Yeah. yeah. I filmed his recovery and honestly, it's just gone mental. Yeah, that was bonkers, mate. Was that real? Was that like literally his exact reactions he woke yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. it the, the weird thing is though, everything that you were saying in that video was stuff that he'd previously <laughs> said or like we'd yeah. been having conversations <laughs> about. It just come out in a proper weird order. I was like, that is mental. What was it, something about like? Crew, wasn't it? So, so the one that's gone proper viral is they put like an airway down your um, throat and obviously no one ever sees it because by the time you wake up, you don't know what the fuck's happened to you. Um, but I mean, it looks like an eight-inch dildo's coming out of his mouth, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking big boy. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Most people be like, "What the fuck have you put that video up of me?" <laughs> He's cracking up at it. Hey, like you two, like you come across so well together, like you two, like on TikTok. I, I watch it far. It's like a friend and a fan. I'm like, it's quite sweet, really. It's like, how do you guys get snagged other? Uh, so I met a guy called Tristan Travelling yeah. in like 2016. He later went on to do the show. And then when he was on the show, I obviously met Miles. And me and him just got on with each other straight away. Um, to the point where Tristan and I actually don't even talk anymore. Really? Miles is like my best mate. So yeah, it's random. But he, he's just brilliant. Like so much of this online world is a facade and people like pretending to do stuff and whatever. But he's just like doesn't give a fuck at all. <laughs> Much to like the annoyance of his management and stuff sometimes, but he's just like unapologetically him, and I feel like that's what I'm trying to do on my stuff. So I mean, it just works. I mean, you're rubbing off me. I mean, I mentioned you didn't know the other day. I was in Waitrose, and I was like, "Ooh, Waitrose!" I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Let's get on fucking TikTok. I was fucking Burford fucking Brown, so I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm, I walk through Westfield and people shout stuff at me. It's mental. 
Absolutely. What's that feel like? Is it weird or nice? Do you know what? I think back in the day before I started doing this, it was something that I actually wanted, and now I've got it. I'm like, it, like it is what it is, isn't it? Like it's, we've got platforms now to do. Have you done anything like bougie yet with it? Have you ever been like, do you know who I am? No, I'd never do that. Got, uh, <laughs> no, no, I haven't. But I'll like message brands now, and like, like I'm working with All Saints and yeah. cool people like that. That's cool. Man, I'll actually. use that to leverage what I'm doing. I just think because I've got a following now. The world's my oyster. Like I wanted to get into doing fashion stuff, and I didn't want to pay for clothes, so I just started doing get ready with me videos. And now, because I've got that platform and they're getting views, it means that I get to work with those brands and get free paid. Get ready with me stuff's decent, mate. Because like, I get about four or five that crop up on my. There's four or five people I always get. It's you. Yeah. It's that geezer with the weird checkered tattoos. Do you know what I mean? He's like talks quite posh, and he's got this whole body is covered in checkered. I don't think you, you only see his name. Oh, the clothes no. Uh, There's one guy called Daniel who's got like sick dress hands. He's like oh, I love following the fashion content creators. Do you know the guy I mean? He's, he always, he's, like, he's got a witch mule shoes with the, the fingers like the toes separated. No. Good looking geezer. I'm like, he's fucking cool. And he got the guy that commentates on it, the um so I want way too much TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So do I. Yeah. I also send your video into one of the guys that rates them. There's a guy that rates them. I don't know if you see he goes through the get ready with me videos oh, and he yeah, fucking yeah. rates it. He's fucking jokes, mate, he rips the shit out of people. But, uh, but how mad is it that there's accounts that even if you haven't got I'm not saying they haven't got a talent themselves but there's accounts that review other videos and they're doing just as well like that the Richard Sales have you seen yeah. him he just reviews videos like not just but like it's mental how big a following he's got now there's a guy one of my guys you know the guy um, oh, I mean, Niall McCadden he's got 5 million followers now he just does the awkward face in that he just takes the viral videos and just inserts himself in them and just does like an awkward reaction yeah. to them he's got 5 million followers now Million. Mate, and the amount you can monetize that is ridiculous. So how does it work on the monetization? So I've always been interested. How does it work on the monetization on TikTok? Uh, so saying that, actually, the, the monetization through TikTok isn't that great. I'm actually interested to see how much I'll make off 15 million views because yeah. they've got like a creator fund on TikTok and they'll pay you for your views. It's nowhere near as good as YouTube. Um, but all my monetization comes from working with brands. So obviously because I do the fashion stuff, the food stuff, the fitness stuff, I've got lots of different avenues yeah. to work with people. So this week, what have I done? I've worked with Huel, Manscaped, uh, Guinness. Oh, wow. So that's this month. Yeah, so I've, like, I've got a lot of different stuff that I can do. Whereas I look at some people's accounts and I'm like, yeah, it's cool what you're doing, but I'm struggling to see how you're going to monetize that. But yeah, the majority of my stuff comes directly from brands. Is it quite, is it quite not easy, it's the wrong word, but once you get to the following you're at, is it easier to pick up these kind of brands and stuff because like, it's a big company it's all saying to you all that they're big old firms aren't they like, yeah I mean it's mad because when I look at what I'm doing I don't think what I'm doing is premium quality it's sort of like in line with the audience that I'm trying to target it's very but what, what is your target, your target audience I, I just like you just said before we came on the podcast like poor boy done good or something I've come from nothing I've just applied myself and grafted and that's who I essentially want to target um, but yeah Good thing about your stuff is it doesn't feel contrived. A lot of stuff on TikTok feels fucking contrived. And yeah. like, oh, that's a bit like your stuff just feels real. I actually feel like you actually probably just filmed that one take. It might have taken 20 takes, but it looks like it's just one take. No, but that's, I've got to the point now where like I'm pretty comfortable in front of camera and it does just take one take. Yeah. But I've got myself in a bit of trouble in the last month because somebody sent me something and I was like, this is disgusting. What was that? It was a protein, but I'm not going to say the brand of it, but. Some are shit though, aren't they? Oh, terrible. Terrible. And I was like, and they were like, you need to take that last post down. And I was like, I'm either taking them all down or keeping them all up. Like, what's the what's the point in having influence, as it were, to... Oh, so you talk authenticity, if you're yeah. saying things are always nice. The point is. 
We can't talk about Freya quite hard. My favourite protein bar is a is a weapon. Yeah, yeah. The, the army, the, the army. Yeah, they are banging. And the, <laughs> yeah, salt, the, salt, the salted caramel one is very nice. I like the birthday cake one. Yeah, it's nice. It's quite, quite sweet. sickly, though. Yeah. Know I, mean? no, I like it. Also, I was just thinking the other day, like vending machines, right? Apart from at the gym, they always just sell crap food. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you don't have vending machines that do protein bars and protein shakes. Other than the gym, you don't see it, do you? Half, mate. There's a market there. There's a. I actually thought about getting a vending machine once. Like, I was on a TikTok about it. Yeah, I, think I, I think I saw the point you made. I'm like, hmm, where can I put one of these? I think, I think you make quite a bit of money from it if you do them in the right, if you get the right kind of stock. But I think healthy stuff, people would go to that. Right. Yeah, you'd end up putting apples or something in it. They'd all go fucking rotten, wouldn't they? I think apples better be right in. Unless you pay them. Stick to the protein bars. It's the protein bars. I, I, I did have a nice shield the other day, actually, you know. I, I, I actually, do you know what? I've never really used it before, but the, the deal came in with them and it was for their new hot meals. It was a spaghetti bolognese. But, like, it's not comparable to an actual spaghetti yeah. bolognese because you take it out of a packet and pour water on it. But, like, it's 400 calories, 40 grams of protein, whatever. It's, it's decent, especially, mm-hmm. like, it was for a student campaign as well. So I was like... That worked. Because I got really carried away. I, I, I go through little, little like phases and I go and buy everything. And I was like, I'm going to go with these all different flavours. And I bought, I've got loads in my fridge. A fr- fridge in my cupboard. But I can't taste them. I can't do it anymore. It's like powdery. I'm up. Like, oh, really? Bangos and any heel deals in the future. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're so, like, the shakes are right. They, like, the four, I like the vanilla one, like the 400 calorie. They're everywhere now as well. Calorie. It's mental. They've done work. Their branding's on point. Like, yeah. They fucking nailed it. And old Stephen Bartlett's like, he's an investor now, isn't he? I think, I think he's... Yeah, he's right, the podcast all sponsored by it as well, isn't it? Yeah. Well, one day I'll be like him. Exactly. One day. You've got manifesting. But, talking about protein shakes, um, one thing, I think we spoke about it a little bit in your in the last podcast, but was your, your cookbook with the 500 calorie meals and stuff? Oh yeah, and I just launched that. I think you were just launching it. it For someone like me who likes to train, but I like my food, and I think what you do, which is really great, is you don't take away the love of food. The food is still fun and still enjoyable. Yeah. There's so much fucking chicken and rice you can have. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, how, how was that? Was How did that go? Would you do it again? No one? Yeah, I think so. I'm actually just thinking of a different idea. So the, like, that just keeps ticking along. It's mental because I, I'll i do a 500 calorie meal every now and then on TikTok and it just draws the interest back up again. So I see it coming through and it just, uh, it's like one of those easy ones. I've done all the hard work That's now. Just in, yeah. keeps coming in. So, yeah, so I think, I don't know what the next one I'd do. Maybe like a high protein cookbook or... The high protein one would be useful because that's something that I and my missus actually struggle in trying to work out how to get all their protein in because I'd probably need about 250, need 300 grams of protein a day. It's a lot of protein to, yeah. to get in. And it's only so many protein shakes you can have. I think, I think that'd be a good idea, mate. I think you could work. Yeah, it's funny because like this year, I can't really say too much about it, but it's been very bitty. So like my online program, I haven't had the time to like invest all my time into that because there's a little bit of admin work in the background and I haven't been around to do it. So it just feels like that online stuff has gone a bit flat at the moment. Um, and again, when you're doing a, a PDF or a cookbook or something like that, you need to spend the time doing it and then also promote it. But I just yeah. haven't been here to do it. I'm hoping that everything that I've been doing over the last few months is going to all come together. There's going to be a massive crescendo and it will just make everything go. But I feel like, like we were discussing, I feel like off, off camera, but where we are in limbo a little bit at the moment in our little lives, I think it is that if you man- you got, we have, we, we're quite fortunate we've got an opportunity to manifest kind of how we want it to go yeah, yeah. and we can make it work. But it is, it's hard, mate. We know we've got big things coming and you don't know how it's going to pan out. 
there's always like fear might go fucking tits up and there's things you do in life just like... in fact so one that I can talk about as a prime example so I got cast for Married at First Sight yeah. um, at the start yeah. of this year yeah so I got down to the final bit of that um, and it was one of them things that, like I was fairly recently out of a relationship and I was like oh fuck it I'll, like, I'll do it um, but they said I oh, will let you know by this date and then I didn't hear but I was putting everything off so I didn't commit to doing any work through like March or whatever and I was like, right, is this happening? So I've had months where like, I haven't done my full potential because I've been waiting on other stuff. And what I've realized now is you just need to carry on doing what you're doing. But I don't want to let people down. So I hate overcommitting stuff and then being like, oh, actually I can't do this because this has yeah. come up. And then when you can't talk about stuff, it's, it's just all, all mental. But I feel like my year this year has been like that, like various opportunities coming up and like trips and you, whatever. You, you've been busy, haven't you? You've done a lot. Very, very busy. What's been the best thing that's happened in 2022 so far? Um, I don't know if I can talk about it. I can't talk about that one. Very mystery. People have been out one. Yeah, fuck I, I, <laughs> a few secret projects going on. Uh, one that I can talk about that's been good. It's probably completely un unrelated to work. My sister got married, so oh, that was pretty good fun, yeah. Nice. Haven't seen her for a while. I actually hadn't met her, her husband. Wow. Because of lockdown and like they live wow. in Australia, whatever. That's a bit of a cop out. Come back to me on that one. That's right, mate. That's fine. I've got a cool um, trip actually booked to Tuscany. Nice. So, in fact, what? so how the Shetler Chef started. Um, I did a TV show of ITV in 2018. It was called The Big Audition. So it was like a behind the scenes look at the casting world. And it was with a company called Filippo Berrio. So I was going for yeah. sort of like a TV presenter role with them. I've worked with them from day dot and they're a small family run business. You wouldn't believe it because they're literally everywhere. Um, but they've just invited me to Tuscany to go and see the olive oil. Is it? Is it a vineyard? Or? I don't know. That Florence one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Olive oil, the factory, like the olive oil tasting, there's going to be chefs there, like loads of different yeah. content creators. So I'm proper looking forward to that. That's in November. Um, so I think that'll definitely be a highlight. And it'd be nice just because I've worked with them for so long yeah. just to see that come to... Sounds like Filippo Bellio, Filippo Bellio now. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> I'll definitely be doing that I think, all the like, time. Your space you're in is the, like, the, the chef work. I think it's such a cool dynamic space because young chefs, like, obviously the guy I met the other day, and like, there's a real, I think for someone like you as well, there's a real space to, to get in there. Because it's like James Martin, for argument's sake. Yeah. Like, he's fucking loaded, that yeah. geezer. Yeah. I don't know how well his restaurants do. I don't know, but I don't think he's got that many restaurants to be earning the money that apparently he earns. Big piece. Really? Yeah, pardon pun, but a big piece. Would you ever want to go down the route of perhaps having a restaurant or going down that route? Is that something to appeal to you? Yeah. I'm, again, it's a weird position to be in at 32 years old because I'm still like, where, where am I taking my career? But at the same time, that's the beauty of it. I, I would love for something in front of camera to kick off. Like my ideal job would be to do some sort of presenting, but where you're learning at the same time. So obviously the fitness space is where my knowledge is and that's my profession, but I'd love to do something cooking related where I'm working with chefs and interviewing them and making the dishes at the same time. Um, so yeah, if something like that was to come along, I think that'd be awesome. I can see you doing that, mate. You're like a young Jamie Oliver. I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> he was definitely younger than me when he started. But, he's, but that he was, the, he was the star of all this, wasn't he? He was that little bit different, a bit cheeky, a bit like, yeah. I don't know, he tried to make it, I mean, not sexy, but he tried to like sex it up a little bit. Yeah. I feel, I think he did that, mate. He's just got to build his emotion, mate. He's just got to keep going, haven't you? Something will come up. The guy that... Chad no, but he was just, he was just kept saying, it was, it was like, I have to just keep putting myself in front of people I'll just keep writing so keep emailing them keep messaging them yeah. and I'll get in front of them I'll get in front of them I'll get in front of them and then that's how he's off doing BBC stuff now it's mental it is funny because you never know how you well somebody's doing over. you work at Soho House didn't you yeah PT he's doing the um, 
Soho Farmhouse Food Festival. Oh, is he? Crossover, I don't know my crossover, but are you going to that? Has that not already been? This, this week. Oh, is it? Or what's gone? Sunday? Might have been Sunday. I don't know. He obviously didn't go here, didn't he? It's no. a bit of a shit story, Carl, really. Might as well <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> oh, it's really weird because he's, he's come up. Like, he liked a few of my videos and I started looking at his stuff. And then um, someone... Well, he knew who you were, so... Did he? Yeah. He's like, you like, you like, you done one of his recipes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I made a curry that he did. He'd just yeah, done, yeah. been to like Sri Lanka or something and I made one of his curries. Great guy, like, if you're listening. He, he just is. seems like a genuine, he really genuinely nice guy. Yeah, just meet someone. I just think, I want you to be my friend. Yeah. That's what it was like. I was like, what do you want to be my friend? I'm trying not to be, like, I've got to play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, fanboy and other people. <laughs> well, I met, um, I met, um, did, you, did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Oh, I went on the guys from Game of Thrones recently and I was so cringe. I was like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan. <laughs> oh, mate, that's actually a highlight of mine. I did my first red carpet. Like, yes. How was that? So good. Unreal. It was weird, though, because obviously it's getting papped. Yeah. And there's, like, fucking loads of paps in front of you. They're all going, David, David, David. And then Brad Pitt was literally about two metres away from me. And that was like, what the hell? Like, you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks him. That counts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that was mad. Yeah, that's fucking Like, they're actual celebrities, aren't like, they? Brad Pitt's top knot. Like, Brad Pitt's, like, top tier, isn't it? It's like yeah. Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, David Beckham. And then everyone else is just irrelevant. Man, mate, red carpet, mate. What film is it? Uh, Bullet Train. Oh, nice. It's a sick film as well. Yeah, it's good. I've actually, there's been a lot of events on this summer, which has been good. Obviously, COVID's done one and everyone's actually being normal again fucking good summer isn't it oh fucking nice bank balance and the gut aren't enjoying it too much but it's the thing it's like you try and live a healthy like talk about fitness and stuff for a bit but like it's so hard to train you could do all the running around all you want but like you go out and sink 20 pints at a weekend it's just (laughs) exactly uh, it's so hard he makes like oh, I've been boring I'm like I don't know I don't, can I like, focus I don't know like and then you get really fucked really quickly yeah. <laughs> then I've got wonky eyes and I'm getting a £300 Uber home and it's like oh, sad mate we've got, we've got like an awards thing on Thursday night coming up get to meet Barry again from EastEnders if he's one oh yeah I remember that from was that last year yeah so it's round again now I hope he remembers me I like to think he will but um, it's like all you can drink and I've got no like stop you take that as a challenge I'm like yeah it is oh, all like a like I've been in Vegas three times every time on the first night I've been wheel time in a wheelchair really, really nice actually yeah, <laughs> like they walk you through the clubs you kind of like waving at the people they're all really nice to you and then they put you to bed perfect I would recommend it mate <laughs> yeah, you feel fantastic the next day yeah well I've got um, I went to get something done the other day and the bird was like yeah I can do do you want an IV drip and I was like no, but that does sound good for future reference. Because <laughs> yeah. it scares the shit out of me. I don't know. I don't really like needles. Obviously, with toes, but I don't actually like needles at all. So like something going in you. Yeah. Not the crude way, but like <laughs> that scares the shit out of me. But um, so training wise, obviously you keep yourself in shape and stuff. How is how is that managing your lifestyle as well as training? Is it tricky? Do you know what? I actually feel like I'm in probably the worst shape I've been in for a little while at the moment with this marathon training. And it's one of those, so training for marathon, 2nd of October. Um, and I've never done it before. And obviously working in this space, people assume you just know everything. But until you've actually done it, how the fuck are you supposed to know what to do? And I just think I've over, or I like overestimated the amount you should be eating. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm running all the time, so I need to be eating yeah. all the time, but you don't. And it's just like, cannibalizing all my muscle and just, I don't know. 
I remember when, like, during lockdown, I got into running because you can go to the gym and I, my whole body shape has completely changed. It's, uh, it's a weird... I fucking don't enjoy running. I don't know how you do it, mate. I've been watching you do your progression on it. It's like, fair fuck, so I couldn't do it, mate. I ran 18k once and that was the max I've ever done. And was that proper tough? Yeah. And the worst thing is, my Apple Watch ran out of 17 miles, 17k. I was like, how can I fucking tell fucking Instagram that I've done this? It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. Instagram would done count. Yeah. I'll tell you, those runs, I did a 32k last Tuesday and it is so boring, so lonely, and you're like, why am I doing this? But I'm sure on the day, like, when I'm actually doing it. It's sunny, it's a rough, and I'm doing it like, and if. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. I don't even mind a bit of rain. I feel like Ryan Gosling or something in the notebook, like quite sexy, but it's not <laughs> at all. And you're like, my phone's getting wet, I can't change the music. Oh, yeah. Good idea. And then if you back your headphones go, fuck. That's what you listen to on your runs. Candid? Yeah. Yeah. Candid, <laughs> just my, my only my one. On yeah. repeat. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's on your what's on your playlist? Um it's I listen to like a bit of house, nothing too like upbeat, because otherwise I just start running it's really, really house. quickly. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Bit late night. Yeah. Like they? All, all that. Yeah, they're good, mate. They're really good. They're really chilled. You like chilled house. Or like it's just Stormzy or Drake or just something like... Oh, Stormzy or Gear, that'll get me going now. But then as soon as I get fucked, I'm like, everything annoys me. I've set my top off, my earphones out. Like, I can't have any... Like, I'm just like, finish this. How'd you find the gels? They help. I had the worst stomach I've ever had in my life after that 32K. You can literally feel them energising you, though. It's yeah. like literally taking on 45 minutes after about... 55 minutes you can feel that kicking in so you literally have to be like really periodic with them um but i, I, don't, I don't know like you don't know what's messing your stomach up do you it could be the gels it could be the exercise like yeah oh, i mean i'm not back to so many monsters but yeah that's my, you still listen to that's my vice man <laughs> what color are we on at the minute no i went off white for a bit on that like onto the bluey one yeah i mean i tried the gold one didn't like the gold one went back to the blue but it's like the white one's peng when it's like icy cold yeah, and, and you want it and you need it but if you just I, I have one first thing in the morning which isn't the best thing around every day yeah not, not every day yeah every day <laughs> every day <laughs> but I try the caffeine pills but they're, they're I mean they're pretty punchy like they'll knock me out like in the afternoon I'm long gone I'll yeah. have a nap like, but what do you just not sleep very much I love sleep mate I sleep all the time I go to bed at nine do you I wake up at five to go to gym yeah so I'm early bird but like I'll have a nap Oh, I can't nap. I love a nap. Like an hour. I wish I could nap. I'm knackered. I didn't really sleep last night and today I'm just like... Oh. So how do you class? You stood in the early class? Do you miss F45? Um, yeah, ish. I mean, I miss the community I had. I had like 150 people coming through the door every day. It was amazing to see all those people. Um, I just think that balance with like work and lifestyle, I just didn't have it at all. Work, waking up at 4.30 every day, closing the gym, Monday to Friday, working weekends. It was just knackering me. And I fell out of love with fitness. Whereas now I'm loving it again. I've, I've just started my online programming again and like things are good. Nice. But 
it's like an uncertain world like doing social media stuff you don't have that constant income so you have to grind all the time yeah is it, is it stressful like I think yeah I, I, I actually did my own podcast and I spoke about this I said people I think don't realise the extent to what you're going through because obviously you see like, I'm living in a nice apartment but yeah, I've had times this year where I had to take money out of my credit card to pay my rent and stuff and yeah. it's mad like when you go through periods I didn't work for two months because I was away doing something and then obviously I haven't, had, I haven't worked also, I've got savings and stuff like that, but I'm not going to dip into that. But like cash flow monthly, I think people just assume that you're doing all right. But it is, it's a stressful one. Whereas F45 is like the comfort blanket. But I feel like sometimes when you take that away, it makes you work more, doesn't it? How Soho then is that? Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. But I, I was doing four sessions a week. I'm doing three at the moment. It's like one, one session. Yeah, really good. It's actually great for networking. Yeah, I actually said it in my class today, like... I've got two DJs in there, another content creator, a lady who works on daytime TV. Like, it's a cool like group of people, and again, great for networking. Everyone knows what I'm doing. You see one person to open the door for you, didn't exactly. you? And bish bash bosh. Yeah, it's mad. And obviously, it's right next to. So I live in. Which white, is it White City? Guys, is yours white? It's the White City one. Yeah, and they film like this morning, Lorraine, Good Morning Britain, all of that there. So you just always rubbing shoulders with people. And all it takes is for them to be like, oh, we're looking for a chef or PT or whatever it is. And you're like in the right space at the right time. Oh, it's cool. I like, I've, I've never even been to our house. Still, I still haven't got my membership. What? You, yeah. you work there? They're only, they're only... If they work there, can't get membership. Little shit. I know. I've done something to annoy somebody at some some point along the way. Mate, fuck them. Um, don't fuck them, no. I'll really <laughs> like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me and Dave in, please. Cheers. <laughs> I, could, I don't know what it is. So I was like, I don't know what else I need to do. I like, get on my knees. And... So, why wouldn't they let you in then? I don't know, mate. I think it's because I work on property. That's, that's, why, that's, why, I'm do, that's why I'm doing the podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me, this is the only reason I'm doing this to let me into fucking Soho House. Although I've got friends in Soho, so I can book Farmhouse. I'm going to go there in a couple oh, of weeks. Shit, that, looks, that looks epic, man. It looks unreal. It looks insane. Yeah, I can't wait to do that. Well, my friend got one. His sister got one. And she's got nothing to do anything. Nothing. But like, she's just got... Junior memberships are a farmhouse. I'm like, that's bollocks. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's so expensive now. Well, I think the under 27 one's like 90 quid or something. So it makes sense you pay. Well, I'm, a, I'm at home house. I use that for um, like work station. Oh, are you? Yeah. I've been there quite a few times actually. But, like, literally, like, I can say like, I'm, I'm a set, I'm not a set, I not say that. But like, I can say like, I'm some kind of like pervert that's to let me in. Really? Oh, there's no vetting process. Sorry, guys. But there's no vetting process to get in there. and that. So it's not really special. It's just, just take my money from it. You just got to pay your way in. Yeah. So that's a little bit like, that's all well and good. But it's all right, though. The parties are quite good on the first day and stuff. But Yeah, I haven't been for a while, actually. My mate used to have a membership. Yeah, it's cool. It does, I, like, like, well, I want to set up a membership. That's what I want to do next year, like a property one. Really? Yeah, that's the game plan. Um, big game plan. At one specific yeah, venue? Yeah, have a house. Yeah, like a proper house. I mean, obviously, oh. you try and get more venues. I bet it's fucking. In London, yeah, I did mega money like investment. Yeah, but mate, probably you'd get you'd you make should be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, we think yeah. So like, we should be able to do it. Like Mike, who's like obviously helping us put the podcast on, he's helping us do it as well. And one of the other guys is works in banking, so it's a good young team. But it's it's hard, mate. But that's the game plan. I think it'd be cool if we can do it. So I'm like slowly plugging it every now and again on the, on the podcast. So I was actually talking about you to my best mate the other day. He, uh, I think you might have done a similar course at university. What one? Jamie, yeah. What, what did you do? Property, property, development. property development design marketing, property marketing design development. He did property development, but well, I think some of your courses. He graduated the same year as me. So my year? I think so. Jamie, yeah. Jamie, yeah. I'm going to look on Instagram. Anyway, we bought his family home off of his dad, and he's renovating it at the moment in Portsmouth. Yeah. 
I can't remember why you come up, but I said I'll connect you. Uh, I, I like going back for a day and then I'm done with it. Yeah. It's funny though, because I've got quite a big Portsmouth following now and it's good, like, fuck me on, he says something then. I like saying that I'm from Portsmouth instead of London because I feel like a lot of people move away from their hometown and yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm from London. Like, no, you're not. You're from wherever. Portsmouth, I, I nostalgically look back on it now. Like, it's, I wish I made more effort. I had a girlfriend the whole way through it. Yeah. So I was kind of like a bit incubated throughout it. But I like, fucking miss those days. Like, scraping together your student loan, whacking it all out on <laughs> fucking Tiger Tiger on a Monday. <laughs> I miss uni. I don't, I don't miss uni. I can appreciate it for what it was, but imagine doing that now. Frank, our toilet in our second year, you had to walk through, sorry, you had to walk through the toilet to have a shower. It was fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a weird place. Mate, the house that I lived in, the last year, I was at Denning Muse. It was like a football house. It was Oh, really? Disgusting. Carnage. Nice. It was disgusting, but it was fun. And you, you look back at them like moments and just think, yeah, it was yeah, some rank. I'd like, oh, I've probably got Legionnaire's disease. I'd sign my damp on my wall. I'd cover that up with sheets. It was literally like pure black. But I wouldn't complain because I was like, it's like 300 quid a month. I'm just <laughs> yeah, imagine paying that now. Looking back at that, I'll pay 300 pounds a month like, for a room that was half the size of this. And they got, there's like eight rooms in that house. The guy was killing it. Like, Would you ever get into like, have you got rental properties? Yeah, I've got a couple. Oh, um, but I'd love to do it more, but it's really stressful. We've got one at the moment and it's been. It's stressful. Yeah. Like there was a leak and it all started leaking to the flat below, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like you got to deal with it. And I'm not good at DIY. I don't. I can't even barely put a shelf up. <laughs> I ain't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. But what's the plans for next year then? Obviously, you got you know waiting on certain projects to go through. But what what would you, what would you like to hope that comes out next year? Um, I, I keep saying it, but I need to get into more presenting, and I feel like I've got the platform to do that myself now. So maybe it's like a change of my content style. Um, like the shirtless chef stuff's brilliant but you need to enjoy the content that you're doing and I feel like I've said this a couple of times before and then I go back into yeah. it because I know that people do like it but I think I just need to change up what I'm doing ever so slightly and collaborate like I've spoken about it with my closest mates I've got a guy who's just come off Love Island I've got Miles is on Made in Chelsea friend Coco's just on Love Island and I don't like utilise it at all which is a good thing because I mean, you're friends with them because you're friends yeah. with them. You're not using them for clout. But I've got such a good network of people around me. And even just like having chats with you and like connecting with other people, like you, you should make the most of it. So oh, yeah, 100%, mate. Definitely more collaborations. Um, again, just a little slight tweak to my presenting uh, or to my content to it's more of a presenting style. Um, and yeah, I don't know, just saying yes to more stuff. I've got loads more in the pipeline. But again, I've learned now not to get too excited about it until it happens. Um, but at the same time, it's always on the back of your mind. So yeah, it's nothing worse than like getting rehyped for something and then it just not being how you want it to be. It's happened yeah. so much to me recently. Things I look forward to, and I've just been shit. It's been tricky. But it's good though, haven't it? Isn't it? Because you kind of need to look forward to something. But since I've been doing the marathon training, don't get me wrong, it's it's going to be great. What's getting? What's getting? What, you running for charity or are you running it? Yeah, so running for Children with Cancer UK. Nice charity. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I just feel like I'm a bit boring at the minute. Not that you need to go out and get pissed and have fun, but like, I do miss being hungover and I do miss those silly stories from a night out and I do miss just like saying yes to that. But at the same time, it feels quite nice being disciplined and knowing that I can concentrate. You're healthy. Yeah, I do, but like... I mean, you're pretty healthy anyway, aren't you? No more so than normal. 
I don't know. I've just picked up a little niggle as well now. So like, oh, really? the, the amount of running I'm doing probably isn't healthy. How have you, what's your longest run done so far? The 32K. And now it's like down. So what's, I just- What's the marathon 40? 42. So I was supposed to do 18 today, but I couldn't do it because of my calf. So. Uh, my mate's doing it. He's doing the marathon as well. Um, Fair fucks, mate. I, just, I have so much respect. I just couldn't do it, mate. I, I, I don't have the mental discipline to do it. It is just mental, though, because you see like people of all different shapes and sizes getting around and doing it. I know someone who's not even an athlete at all. They've done it in like 335 or something like that. And I'm like, that would be me trying like ridiculously hard to try and get that. 335. Mm. Anything sub four is impressive. Yeah, I've said sub four. Highly impressive. I said at first, I just wanted to get round. And then as soon as I started training, I was like, okay, I'm doing the math. Make sure you eat sub first because my friend, he died. Actually, yeah, yeah, he did eight beforehand, and he, or probably not before. I don't think, and his body had nothing in it either. Actually, eight. You know. Just eight. Look at this eight. He didn't eat anything. Somebody else said something to me because I've been taking ibuprofen like halfway through. Yeah, I'd have to take ibuprofen. And they were like, "Don't do that because it can be really bad for your kidneys." <laughs> so twenty pints at the weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm kidding. Oh, it's liver's the one that heals itself, isn't it? Yeah. I'll be. I'll definitely be eating. Don't you worry about that. What are you going to have me finish? Big fat roast dinner. It's on a Sunday. I, I, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to finish, have a roast dinner, get on the beers, but I just know I'm going to be completely mullered. So. Talk me through roast dinner. What you have? What's like an ideal roast? Every, I hate it when you go somewhere and they just focus on the meat. Yeah, it's it's good to have good meat, but I want all the vegetables. Potatoes have got to be banging. Yeah. Crispy potatoes. Hate when they're shit. Yeah, great fat cheese. You put in, regardless of whether you get beef or not. Uh, yeah, everything. What, so Yorkshire pudding should only be with beef? Yeah. Really? Fuck, oh, didn't like that. Yeah. What's your bag of crisps? Salt and McCoy's. Second McCoy's of the day. Is it? Yeah, with the flame grill though, yeah. What are yours? Knickknacks, nice and spicy. Are they? Do you know what it is? It's, it's a bit bitty and it takes a bit of time to eat, which I appreciate. Yeah. Like, it's... You get the old dusty fingers though, don't you? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. You get two, eat it and then lick your fingers. I'm glad I'd watch it so I was mental. And in terms of, because one thing I'm, I'm, that fascinates me about, I think just to create a world is like, what inspires you to do the things you do? What's your, what's your inspo? How do you get, do you get from other videos? Is it things here on the street? Is it just your brain? I think inspiration is a really hard one because you're trying to be as unique as possible when you're creating content, aren't you? Yeah. And obviously I get compared to some people, which is kind of frustrating. Um, Fucking hell, inspiration. I, I think you've just got to do what you love doing at the end of the day. And I actually had this conversation earlier. I hate it when content creators put something up and they're like, what do you want to see from me? And I'm like, you're the fucking content creator. Make what you want to do and then make people want to see that. You're not going to appeal to everybody anyway, are you? So, yeah, no. I just think, I mean, I want to, I actually do want to travel more because when I first started my um, online stuff outside of the corporate world, I was traveling all over the show, just working online. I feel like I've lost that part yeah. of it. But it was because I obviously went to work in a gym and I was working with people and I want to get that back. So I feel like when I'm I could do like culinary travel, cooking and traveling, all that, I love all that shit. I watch anything like that. I feel like it's one of them, but you, you kind of just need to take the plunge sometimes and just back yourself to do something and just hope that it gets traction. But yeah. at the same time, it's scary, isn't it? If you're pumping like 20 grand into doing something. Like, like the guy with uh, Lewis we just had, I had on the podcast, he, like you guys obviously get on really well, I think, but he, He's just going for it. Like he, he lost. Someone stole his ear. He lost. He lost his earpods. Ear, AirPods on a plane. Yeah. They wouldn't let him go back and get them. Anyway, he just kept tracking them. They end up in like the arse in the Qatar. 
So he filmed himself flying out to Qatar yeah. to go and find and track down his AirPods. <laughs> and he found them. You know, like locking this guy's house. Like, he lived like seven geezers. He man, eventually got his AirPod, AirPods back. That's mental. But the guy was just like, you just got to fucking do it. Just fucking go for it. And what, he made loads of content from doing it? Yeah, loads of content. Yeah, he got like a million impressions from that bad boy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he, just got, he literally just went. He also done one where he got like a fake Elton John and pretended it was a real one and uh, he was hosting a concert in Primark and I, like, it's pretty cool. Like, I was like, yeah, fair fuck. We just got to go for it. Like, I think that's something I've Yeah, you do. So I have all these ideas which I don't do. I, I don't practice what I preach half the time, but... It, you, I think you do need somebody to do it with you, though. Mm. Like, definitely making content with two people is easier or having the money to pay for a cameraman or something. Like, yeah. you just need someone there, don't you? Your collab thing's a no-brainer, I think. Yeah. Like a no-no-brainer. Do you know what I'm getting loads of at the minute, though? Is like, I go live on TikTok quite a lot and there's loads of OnlyFans girls just, like, trying to collab and stuff. Oh, what like, a shame, Dave. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, is it the right thing to do? It would be quite funny to do shirtless chef content with. Yeah, there's that girl that's only pans. You've seen her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, and which one? The American girl. American one. Yeah. There's a Danielle Sellers does it as well. The what she did Love Island a couple of years. Oh yeah, ago. I know one. Yeah. And I don't know what it's called, but I've seen her do like sexy cooking content. I don't think it's a bad thing to do, no. but you just got to be careful of like. That. You don't want to segregate your brand. Nah, and you don't want the association of your name with that, do you? Yeah, like Waitrose and OnlyFans, like that. I'm still begging it away, Joe. Still yet. They'll kick out, mate. Kick out. Just kick out. They, they ever respond. Do you know what? Their PR team actually messaged me, must have been a month ago now, and I've left it with my management, so hopefully they can sort something out. That'd be sick, mate. Oh. I've been doing Waitrose Wednesdays for about 10 weeks now, and nothing's come of it, so... I just keep fucking away. I think that's another thing, though. Like, people are too scared to look like a beg or like to keep doing stuff for free or whatever whereas I'm just relentless I'm like I'm just going to keep going and going and going until nothing wrong being a beg mate don't get anything that's your uh, exactly yeah. exactly and I guess one final question I'll ask is I think I did ask it previously but I'll ask it again you're not going to ask about Sorry. relationships again are you? no no no, no. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on touch on that one <laughs> we're on touch on that one now did I say that on this yeah you did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you're desperately enough <laughs> <laughs> two weeks two weeks later Mate, well, didn't we learn? We do. Oh, yeah, yeah, your history now. Exactly. Major hero today. Growth. It is growth, it's for the growth. Five years' time, we do this again. Where, what would be a success for you? Cool, five years' time. I think. Five... Quite a long gap, sorry about that. But... No, do you know what? I've had this thought as well, because I'm like, how, how long can I keep making content for myself? And I don't hate the idea of going the other end of it and like trying to create an agency and taking all of my knowledge and doing it. Um, but at the same time, it's so much easier to just be your own brand and yeah. get work off the back of what you're doing. I, I think I've put some things into, into place that's gonna help me leverage that over the next like two to six months, say, if it all, if it all works out. Um, and yeah, I'm, I am getting my name out there. I am trying to get into more presenting. I am like being a nuisance and just trying to get myself in front of people. So hopefully, I don't know. I actually don't even know what it would be. I spoke to someone the other day and they were like, I'm trying to get X, Y, and Z off TV, and we'd love to get somebody like you in. Um, I don't know, I just use every opportunity to have these conversations, and I know Channel 4 are like looking to try and diversify what they're doing. Like, There's lots of opportunities out there, you just gotta go and grab it by the teeth. Yeah. To my co- we, we, we make really good friends with the production team on the one that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, always intrigued to them. They're always looking at new shows and stuff. They actually look at, consider pitching and stuff. Yeah. So I think the collab stuff, mate. Definitely, 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 definitely TV, I think. 
I'd love to do more TV in the next like few years in whatever capacity that is. It will happen. It will. I have no doubt. Manifesting it, it's happened to me. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. What I am realising is that it's quite scary how quick time does go. We're old now, mate. Mate, I can't believe that... We're mid 30s. How old are you? Oh. Well, I'm near 34. Oh, yeah. How old are you? 32. I got early 30s, you're fine. You're not mid 30s yet. No, I'm nearly. I've got five months and I'm like middle age, like prostate exam and shit like that. <laughs> might, be, might be quite fun. <laughs> yeah, at worst age, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, time does fly. But I was something easy if we met. I didn't start their careers till they were like 40. So it's just. Yeah, I, I honestly. The only thing that makes me think, oh, fuck, what am I doing is when I go to Raff, I went to Raffles Club in Chelsea Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and someone said to me, like, it was like a little dig, like, a bit old to be doing that, and I actually thought, "Fuck yeah, I am a little bit." Yeah, I've been since. That's a powerful effort, mate. That's, powerful. That's what made me do the marathon. <laughs> well, I, don't, I went to uh, Wardog oh, like when it first like, like opened. I went there on three nights on trial, and even the bounce was like, "You're back again." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And that was a low point, and then up again, I've been there for ages since then. Like, yes, right. Because I know the door girl, the owner trains in my gym. And they were like, we haven't seen you for a little while. Where have you been? Like, not that back here anymore. <laughs> like a dog with my tail between my legs, I'll be back. Post-marathon, I'll be back, definitely. Four nights on trot. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, you've been fantastic. It's been wonderful. We're aiming like 40 minutes, so it's nice. Condensed time, just about enough time for a little gym sesh. Perfect. Perfect, mate. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Back for round three. Yeah, boy. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.